Michigan's Upper Peninsula is my home and Escanaba is my hometown. I'm Craig Warple. Hometown Escanaba connects with the people, activities, and newsmakers of Escanaba and the UP. Join us for more interviews at hometownescanaba.com. Now let's find out what's going on. Joining us this morning is Mike Saddam, candidate for the Escanaba City Council. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Craig. You've been on the City Council. Why do you want to do this again? Yes, previously I was on City Council for six years. Um, I've been offered to. Uh, I kind of miss it. Uh, I think our city is going in a good direction, and I'd like to get back involved with the city. What do you miss about it? Oh, I miss the meetings. I miss the work. Uh, it's a lot of work. Um, I, I just miss digging into the issues the city has, uh, listening to people, the issues they have, and, and parlaying them on and trying to fix those issues. Most people wouldn't say the meetings were the best part. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy them. Do you? Uh, being a part of the city and making those decisions, what was the toughest one you had to make in those six years? Oh, you know, most decisions are tough. I don't know if you, you could place one that was the toughest um, you know, you're, you're allocating money all over the place. And I, I, I just don't know that there was a toughest decision. Mm-hmm. How about the biggest accomplishment? Do you think that, uh, and, and again, you know, you're not, you're not there to pat yourself on the back. Um, probably the, the, the biggest accomplishment that happened while I was there, which was a lot of teamwork all across the board was, uh, when we had that uh, power outage in uh, February sub sub temperature, the explosion out yeah, at the power the plant and uh you know how quickly they were able to get that power back online and, and and that was a tremendous job they did a lot of changes then too because you were taking the power plant offline making changes there um and then uh you know pretty much changing the way the city was operating and getting its electrical power oh yeah and and and, and with everything that happened uh, we've had nothing but great upgrades to our electrical system okay the uh, city has gone back into its power production with solar panels this time. Not major, but in a small way. Uh, what do you think of that? Oh, that was great. Uh, I was I was part of the original ones of that, and uh, you know, going back to some big accomplishments. You know, that was one of the better accomplishments as well. Able to do that and and not really cost the city any money because of the funds that they were raising at that time, uh, which helped out in that. Now they're looking at expanding it even on the north side. Uh, because it's turned out to be a good deal financially for the city. Sure. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that you feel that the city needs to concentrate more on is road upgrades. Yeah, road upgrades. It's always been an issue. You know, it's it's every year we seem to to grab another million dollars and and throw a few more new roads in. And uh, I don't think the new roads are doing it. Uh, I think we need to do more maintenance on the roads. Uh, back uh, in previous administration, we okayed the uh, funds for a crack sealer. Uh, we were told later we didn't give them enough. Uh, I don't know if they finally bought one. They were looking at a used crack sealer. Um, whether we need to, to farm this out, hire it out, if we don't have enough employees was, was one thing I heard at one time. Um, preventive maintenance on anything. We do preventive maintenance all over the city but we don't do any on our roads and with these cracks on this new pavement on on main street and some of it on lakeshore drive um, i'd like to see those cracks sealed because all that's going to happen is water is going to get in there this winter and freeze and create potholes why is it important to keep up 
on roads? It's a lot cheaper to maintain a road than it is to put a new one in. Also, it's an aesthetics thing too, right? As far as people looking at the community. Oh, sure. It's a perception of the community. Especially coming down roads like Ludington Street, Lakeshore Drive. Um, not saying anything bad about the other streets, but aesthetics on the uh, main roads coming in. Yeah, it doesn't look good. We, and we have a lot of tourism here in the summer. So what needs to be done to put more concentration on the roads? Uh, uh, whether we need to hire this out. Uh, I'm not sure if there's companies, very many that are out there doing it, or if we just need to hire somebody and buy the equipment. Um, well, you were saying, too, that a million dollars wasn't enough that you're throwing at them right now. That's just the roads, yeah. Mm-hmm. We always, you know, when I was on council, we always seemed to pull out about another million dollars, which does a few roads in the town, but I just believe uh, if we were maintaining these, we would get a lot more years out of it, a lot cheaper. Also, uh, you were talking about condos being... A, a high interest for people in the community. Sure, that would be great. Um, I get a lot of people that stop in where I work, and uh, they mention it, you know, especially with uh, snowbirds that uh, go down Florida or out to Arizona. They don't want to come home. They don't want to have to maintain a house, maintain a yard. You know, they want to come home, and, and their condo would be sitting there for them. Uh, the amount of people that come in and talk about it, or I just overhear talk, and then we've had people come in the council meetings in the past too, um, I, I think condos would be great for this area. You're brewmaster at Hereford and Hops. You also are, you have another position there as well? Yeah, I, uh, I'm head of maintenance of the building. Okay, so that's why you're getting a lot of people coming in and, and talking with you about exactly. it, right? No problem doing that job and being on the council? No, no works out okay yeah, get oh, yeah. the time i've i've uh, pretty much make my own schedule i have a great maintenance guy that works along with me so i can get out whenever i need to okay so the condo concept where would you put them if you were going to be designing the city and i know the council can't put them somewhere but if you were looking at it where where, where should they go well i mean the the per- optimum place would obviously be on the water somewhere uh any any land that might be available um you know, maybe even where the old uh, uh, Proximo is going to put the hotel if that's a big enough area. Mm-hmm. How about further up that shoreline? Although, it, like I said, anywhere on that shoreline. Okay. Any no specific spot that you're looking at? No. Okay. How about Ludington Park? What is your feelings about that? Well, I, it'd be tough to, to try to throw some condos up there, block the houses that are currently there, I mean, block their view mm-hmm. of that lake. I mean, there's a reason that those houses were built there to start. You see what's going on in Marquette, right? Yes. With the condos? What do you think about that? You know, they're beautiful, uh, good tax revenue, and they're getting filled up. And that's why you think that it's important for our community here? Yes. Okay. You did mention the, a little bit about the hotel that was uh now the city has ended its contract with proxima management group yes uh as part of that and not necessarily connected with proxima is some money that's been reported missing and you had some thoughts on that i didn't so much have some thoughts i just wanted to clear the air on this a little bit uh um you know these rumors that were uh being brewed up at a bar uh, that was a cute pun by the way um had nothing to do with me or other candidates i know as well as we were not trying to make other candidates look bad because I had no involvement in this. This is a whole separate group. And as these things have come along, I was reminded that 
a few people came in and said they wish they could change their vote, and I told them they can. They need to contact their local city clerk or our city clerk. Um, even if you voted absentee, you still have time to change your vote. You are referring to the city manager talking about the uh, the the talk of the rumor concept coming at the bar, which she didn't say Herford and Hops, but because of some of the people that hang out there, that's why he was. Re that's what he was referring to, and that's what you th believe he was referring to. Yes, and the people that did. Uh, Raises think they do hang out there, but uh, I've had zero involvement in it. Okay. Um, how about the transparency with all of this? Any view on that? Do you feel that the city has done a good job with what they're doing, or should they be more transparent on this? I, in my opinion, it should have been more transparent. Um, it is a taxpayer's money that, if it is our taxpayer's money, I guess, like I said, I haven't gotten into this. Obviously, it's not a rumor mill now. It's been proven true. Um, but uh, I really would have liked to have known there was money missing. I didn't care so much about the details of that money missing because that would have came out. But I would have, and I know many people in the city would have liked to have known that money was missing. Okay. The city council um, that you, you said you liked going to the meetings, uh, what role do you feel that you play on the city council or would play again well i i do a lot of homework i do a lot of studying that might be why sometimes i was quiet at the meetings because i looked so deeply into a lot of these issues and sometimes i just didn't have questions about it but that is one thing is is i do a lot of work a lot of work at home and i try to make the best decisions for the citizens of escanaba and because i do work in a, an environment where hundreds of people come in a day um, I do get a lot of advice what is your view of the community where would you like to see it go we need to um, I believe like I said develop this waterfront but obviously we got to have developers come in and do that the city is not going to do that um, you know I think the city is going in a perfect direction easing up different zoning things for you know uh, business areas um, maybe free freeing up some of that for residential as well I've had a few landlords come in and you know they're having a real hard time that they don't have a lot of rental properties but um, one of them told me that the uh, fee for utilities now is four hundred dollars and then you got you have to pay you know first month's rent you have to pay security deposit and they're having a hard time filling their apartments because people can't come up with that type of money well, you know, looking at the demographics of the different communities, even in the local area here, uh, I was very struck that the income level of the residents of Escanaba is far lower than, say, the income level of residents of Gladstone. And that says a little bit about our community uh, as far as who is living here. Sure, and I, and I think a lot of that is because over the years, um, it's a lot more affordable in Escanaba because we did keep our electric down. We did keep our water rates down. Um, so it's a lot, you can't get as much money for rent and, and whatnot because our, our levels are lower because people that don't make as much money can afford to live here rather than places like Marquette. What do you think the biggest challenge is for this community? The biggest challenge is getting outside investors in. Um, you know, I mean, Mark has done a very good job with it, obviously, with their condos on the lakefront. And uh, I, I think that's the biggest hurdle is actually getting companies in here to spend the money. Yeah. Marquette's case, Viridia, is a local company. So they've got that local connection as well. 
and now Viridia is going to be going into Iron Mountain and teaming up with an investor down there uh, for the motel that was supposed to be going here in Escanaba, a, Mar a Marriott. Certainly development happening around us. Do you feel that Escanaba is behind the eight ball on this? I don't know if it's Escanaba as much as, uh, um, you know, eventually it's going to come here because um, we do have uh, probably the best waterfront in the UP. Um, it just if we can get the ball rolling, I think it'll keep rolling. Mm -hmm. That's why I was asking where you thought that development should be if you were looking at the community because we got a lot of industrial shoreline. Yeah, um, you know, it's a, a question I, I can't really answer. I haven't uh, mm -hmm. really looked to see what's out there for Shoreline. Why should people vote for you? They should vote for me because I'm transparent. I'm a hard worker. Um, I've got six years of experience, uh, no real issues with any of that, and I, I want to move this city forward. And just uh, kind of some closing comments here. What do you want to tell people? Just get out and vote. Make your voices heard because uh, you can't complain, or you can, but you shouldn't complain if you don't get out and vote. That's true. <laughs> Very good. Mike Saddam is a candidate for the Escanaba City Council. The election is Tuesday, November 2nd, so make sure you do get out and vote. And then you were also saying that if you've cast a absentee ballot, that you can still go and change that ballot. Correct. And you wanted to make sure that people understood that and knew that just by going down and talking to the city clerk's office here at City Hall. Yes. All right, Mike, well, thank you so much, and good luck with the campaign. Thank you, Craig. Thank you for listening. A special thanks to our sponsor, SwedishPimple.com. Check out all of the fishing lures made right here in the Upper Peninsula at SwedishPimple.com. You can continue to follow us at hometownescanaba.com. We connect with the people, activities, and newsmakers from Escanaba and Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Music